Chris, I have a bit of a beef <laughs> with you today. Beef on the table? Uh, a little bit of of lunch lunch beef. I think you ruined my lunch today. Why? Um, because I invoked the the humble McRib. <laughs> you told me that you were get. I asked you what you were getting for lunch. You said you were getting a McRib and that you would talk about it on the pod. And I was like, you know what? I've literally never had a McRib before. I've always That's exactly pictured why it as this beautiful holy grail, thanks to artificial limits or whatever artificial scarcity that's that business practice Mm. and so i got the mcrib today i had the mcrib for lunch my first ever mcrib and i was extremely disappointed that was not good was (laughs) yours good maybe mine was just bad but i'm 99 percent sure that was a sausage patty covered in barbecue sauce that was this is my fault because i you forced me to get a crappy (laughs) menu item you begged to I had good leftovers in my fridge that I was going to have, and then I was like, you know what? If we're going to talk about it on the pod... That's certainly none of my business. I offered to give us a cold open by reviewing the McRib. Um, you, you I thought it was fine. You me in. Definitely too saucy. Um, mm. Not too sure about the choice of pickles to be on there. Um, I will say, some time ago, many years back, there was a local sub shop called The Broke Pig. Good name. It moved in where Jack Spratz used to be. I don't know if this was a chain or what. Let me Google it quickly. The Broke uh, no, Pig. No, it looks like Pumbaa the Pig survives school. wildfire. What? Is, is he broke? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe some burns. This poor pig, who doesn't even have a savings account, She's survived fine. the wildfire. Her name's Pumbaa. Um, well, I wonder where they got that idea. It's interesting, yeah. But it is with two O's, so it's legally distinct. <laughs> Griffin, it reminded me of the Broke Pig had a sub that was a rib sub. I which think I they now, did it well. I, th- I think I'm now understanding that this was their take on the McRib. Mm. Uh, and I'm sure it wasn't popular. I loved it. Uh, and when I bit into the McRib, it reminded me of that... Uh, broke pig pork sub rib sub so i liked it okay i was not opposed i did not i thought it was a bad sandwich did you get it hot yeah yeah it was fairly hot uh but it was just like the the patty i don't even know what meat it was was so like thin pork i assume pork yeah what did you what were you expecting i was expecting like them to put a little effort type meat (laughs) well that was probably a mistake (laughs) This I'm 99% sure this is just their sausage patty in a different shape and covered mm. in barbecue sauce. Well, do you know about why they do the McRib? This is a famous thing. No, is it the, whenever they're getting like bad press? They bring <laughs> back the McRib. That it's it's to do with pork prices. That oh. they roll out the McRib when pork prices have dipped enough to justify or like to to make the profit margins add up okay and so uh i'm pretty sure I'm, I'm onto something here it's a craven work of marketing certainly but i had never had one i don't think that we've maybe not that we've never had it but certainly for some time have not had it in canada no definitely not so um, i don't know if i'll be rushing out to have another one but i'm no glad I, I, I will never have another one Okay. I'm sorely disappointed. This was something I'd been looking forward to for 26 years of my life. I can't be true. And they you let me have down. thoughts. They let me during down. the first couple of years. <laughs> I I think the day I was born, 
um, they, there was a McRib commercial on the TV, and I was like, I'm going to get me one of those one day. You really are so old, aren't you? I'm almost 27. I turned 27 in less than two months. It's my birthday tomorrow, by the way. Thank you for noticing. Is that... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Start the podcast. <laughs> change up the intonation okay nice it's your birthday tomorrow which is the main focus of the episode happy early <laughs> birthday i can't believe you're that... gonna be 30 that's exciting <laughs> you're an idiot i'm sorry to roll that one out after we had a conversation about it but of course that is next year griffin right right a very it's very easy because i was born in 1995 so all of my significant birthdays fall on multiples of five that is easy my sister was born in 2000 she gets it the easiest there you go um how are you how are you preparing for your 29th birthday um hmm man when you hit 30 that's just gonna end you i feel like me yeah you're the one who's insecure about your age that's not true. <laughs> You've attempted to gaslight and project your insecurities onto me unsuccessfully, my dad. Live in 26 comfortably. Right. 27 is late 20s, though. That's a jump. It's a jump yeah, from mid 20s to late 20s. And then you'll be 30 before you know it. Yeah. If we're still doing the okay. podcast when you're 30, that's, that's going to require a long look in the mirror. We better hit it big, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I better, That'll be, we'll be on TV by then. We'll I better have, have financial back. disincentives <laughs> to, end, to end the podcast. So tell your friends, if you want this podcast to still be going in 2027, tell your 2027 feels like so long from now, that's when I'm turning 30. I have so much time. Yeah, but at the same time, we're already a month into 2024. True. I think 20, pretty much anything after this year feels like the future yeah, 2025 2025? like 2020 was also that but there was other things to worry about that year right. <laughs> but, <laughs> thankfully yeah thankfully you're you're very thankful for the year 2020 it was a nice distraction that. um but 2025 from the fact that you felt like we were living in the future <laughs> yeah i was like this is this is much more like the past thank you <laughs> when you think of 1925 do you think of that as being early in the 20th century or like solidly into the 20th century mm, that's interesting i think probably early because like what was even going on just flappers roaring 20s baby everything was yeah. great was that was that literally like, i feel like I feel like the 1920s is literally like the only thing anyone knows is Roaring Twenties. I assume like, that to mean everything is great. It's like World War One, Roaring Twenties, Depression, Depression World War Two, Fifties. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly right. That it's like fifties, sixties, seventies. These are all yeah. Those are all distinct. Decades. Like yeah, those decades. Seventies were disco. 80s were in Back to the Future. Reagan. Oh, yep, same thing. Um, all right, so I, I think once we it? hit the 2030s, then it'll really that'll mess with me. Yeah, well, you know, he'll be senile by then. So. <laughs> I like that you took this discussion about your impending milestone birthday and flipped it onto me. That was very. I'm just saying done. that you, I think you will have a tougher time with it. 
Because I'm ready. You're ready? I'm ready to be 30. Are you going to skip 29? Go straight to no. 30? No. <laughs> I'll probably just stick to the typical <laughs> I'll, I'll probably just do it, do it classic style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a, just a regular for me. Thank you. Um. All right. Glad. And everything, of course, about this episode, done with your birthday in mind, as I stated. Wait until yeah. you see the gift I'm presenting you with at the end of the episode. <laughs> That's great. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say, wait till I see the segment. Because <laughs> it, it is almost as if it has been yeah, devised it for is. my benefit. It's a, it's a you, you-centric thing. Mm. And the reason for that, Chris, is because uh, there was a big event on the wrestling calendar that I found out mm-hmm. about at the last minute. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I know what it is. It's the Royal Rumble, I believe. So yes. I think we're well overdue for a Chris wrestling update. Absolutely. Well, the... You know, Griffin, it's the start of the road to WrestleMania. Uh, okay. So we are... Uh, it's like the playoffs. The... Yes, I suppose so. It's more like... You know how when the NFL season ends, suddenly it's like, oh, I care about basketball. And, like, they start showing basketball on TV all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like that. <laughs> Where it's like, oh, right, this thing exists and it's time to, like, get geared up. Not that, you know... The real heads, we care about it the whole season, but right. you know how like it, it kind of feels like it picks up a little once yes. football ends. Yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, so we had the Royal Rumble. Obviously, the Royal Rumble matches they decide who's going to be wrestling for the title at WrestleMania. Uh, this is of course WrestleMania XL taking place in any guesses? Tampa, Florida. That's a great guess. That was supposed to be 2020, and oh, I think boy. they went back there in 2022, maybe? Um, okay, then I'm going to go with Orlando, Florida. That's a great guess. I believe they were in Orlando about five to eight years ago. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, Miami, Florida. It's not in Florida. What? I assume <laughs> WrestleMania is per- permanently in Florida. No, um, no. Albany, New York. That You're warmer, ironically. <laughs> Syracuse, New York. I guess warmer. <laughs> Think of like a real city. <laughs> this is, it's not here, is it? <laughs> that would be crazy. Didn't we just have a big WWE? No, we had a big UFC event here. Yeah, um, and there's going to be Money in the Bank is going to be in Toronto. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, which is pretty exciting. Are you yeah. going to go? I think I probably will, actually. That'll be fun. Um, that will be fun. Uh, WrestleMania XL, of course, is in the place where it all began, Boston, Massachusetts. Mm. You're quite warm, I will say. Think of, like, what's, like... This is riveting content. It is. What's, like, Boston's cousin? Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That's right! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! That was all worth it for that day. <laughs> Shout out to the good people of Philly. <laughs> that was cool. Um, but yeah, so uh, Griffin, Cody Rhodes. Yes. Cody Rhodes. My hero from last year. Yes. Became the first back to back Royal Rumble winner in about 25 years. Wow. So we will probably be seeing him uh, having his second showdown with Roman Reigns. Um, Which is, I believe, what you predicted last year. I think you said that this was... They were going to rematch it. That this was... So this is a sort of interesting... I think the main thing about the Royal Rumble is that it illustrated a problem 
that WWE kind of created for themselves going back to last year because they had Roman retain the, the championship against Cody when you know things sort of seemed primed for that to happen. And then they sort of put themselves into this situation where now Roman Reigns is one of the, you know, greatest champions of all time. Of course. Um, this is like a, like, you know, like truly within the context of the company. Like, it's one of the longest reigns of all time. One of the longest Roman reigns? I'm the exactly. first person to make that joke. I was the Probably, only one yeah. who thought of it. I think so. Certainly one of the longest reigns in the modern era. And so they've put themselves in this situation where he can't just lose, like, at the Royal Rumble. Like, right. it would be so disappointing if they he was in a fatal four-way with Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight, and one of them were to to win the championship. So it basically has to be at WrestleMania, and if, it, and if you're going to put it at WrestleMania and have people not get mad, then it has to be Cody Rhodes again. And so they've put them and so they put themselves in the situation where basically a year ago, because you know, as you said, I predicted it, and I don't think that that was a particularly difficult prediction to make, that they have to do it again at WrestleMania and it has to be Cody Rhodes again. And now he basically has to win. It would be pretty disastrous for any other outcome to right, occur. Another year of Roman Reigns championship. Yeah. I feel like, or even just like you know, because they would have to like push it to SummerSlam probably, or something like that, or have some kind of big return. Set up a program with The Rock. That was something that was getting teased quite a bit. That didn't come to fruition, thankfully. But thankfully. they've put themselves in a. In a tight spot. And, what, and when, so it, it, it takes a lot of the dramatic tension out when you know exactly, basically, how things are going to go down. Right. And what has Roman Reigns been up to the past year since WrestleMania? Basically nothing. He hasn't been <laughs> wrestling. That's, that's the other problem. He's been wrestling sporadically, as he was before. Like he, th- That was another sort of knock, is that he didn't defend the title very often. It was only on, uh, during like big events that he would have a title defense. But basically, so there was this, you know, last year we talked about the whole Sami Zayn thing, him joining the bloodline, him turning yeah. on Roman Reigns, yeah, that was the whole intriguing. thing. This year we got Jay Uso, you know, one of the two Uso brothers who are Roman's cousins. Right. Uh, and were part of the bloodline. They, they had their little schism. Uh, so it seems like we're probably going to be heading for a Jay Uso versus Jimmy Uso. Oh. Uh little brother versus brother showdown at WrestleMania would be my guess. Um, But other than that, basically the bloodline is doing the exact same thing that they have been for like over a year where it's like, it's the same thing you saw at WrestleMania where it's like, someone's going to pin Roman, but then Solo Sokoa shows up and and he pulls the referee out of the ring and then he hits the guy with the move and then he wakes the referee up and Roman wins. That made me really mad last year when that happened. They cheated. Exactly, they broke the rules, and then and it was on hap- live television, and no one did <laughs> yeah, anything. Everyone saw it. There was no replay. <laughs> but that, so just imagine that continually happening. Only now it's like we're into the fourth year of this happening. Right. So there's a reason we haven't had a wrestling update in a while. There's not much to update on. There's been at least in that specific in that specific area, but when that specific area is the top men's title in the company, they had to invent a whole new belt. Just so that 
there was someone who <laughs> was could conceivably lose a championship in the interim just period. Just have some sort of stakes. Uh, CM Punk came back to WWE. I, he I was one of the that. last two in the Rumble with Cody Rhodes. And people, let me tell you, Griffin, tepid reactions for CM Punk. Really? I was under the impression he was beloved. That's the whole thing. But he, he you know, the shine wore off quite quickly, in my opinion. Probably because this was his, like, third big return. Right. In, like, you know, three or four years. That moment when a wrestler who hasn't been a part of the company, when their music starts playing, though, that's always a pretty mm-hmm. cool moment. And you're like, what? Are they mm-hmm. They're here? Like, an actual mm-hmm. surprise. I have a wrestling update for you. Um, mm-hmm. I was watching the new Percy Jackson show on Disney+. Mm-hmm. Plus. Great mm-hmm. show. Highly recommend for any uh, Percy Jackson fans out there who grew up with the books like me. Um, and a lovely partner. The, oh, you and I have so much in common. It's crazy. Um mm-hmm. Edge, or The Edge, I'm not sure, plays mm. Ares. That's my, my wrestling Edge, update. Adam Copeland. Edge, and he's very good. He's very good in the show. He, he does a good Ares. Very intimidating. Interesting. Because I was sort of, he doesn't really have a, a, a look that you would necessarily, he's not the most intimidating guy just on face. No, but he is, like, he's handsome, but sort of in a, like, cruel way, almost. like Yes. So I, I thought it worked well. And there's a line in the Certainly book a, about how... When Ares is first introduced in the book, the the line is that this guy would make professional wrestlers run for their mommy or whatever. So uh, mm. pretty little little Easter egg there. That's my wrestling update. Mm. I, I well, saw something with a wrestler in it. <laughs> Edge, one of the great heels uh, of all I, time. I believe it. So I could see him certainly working well in that role. Okay. Uh, next up on the intangibles, we got our Super Bowl matchup. Throwing that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I can't talk about it too much. All because my I was right again. Lost. <laughs> Even the the frustrating thing is that they're better than the Chiefs. They just played <laughs> badly. Like it's one thing to lose to a better team and just be like, "Wow, the Chiefs played great. You gave mm-hmm. it your best shot." But like to beat yourself is the really frustrating well, thing when you're a fan of the team. You know, the defense did punch out a sure touchdown at the goal line. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, that was a great play by Snead, but. Like, the Ravens held the Chiefs to three points after the first quarter. Like, they should have won that game. Um, and it was the defense that won the game for Kansas City. you have City. that backwards. <laughs> no, Kansas City scored four points. Well, both teams were held to three points after the first quarter, actually. After the first half is what you're thinking. Um, no, Kansas City it was, scored 14. It was 14-7 after the first, wasn't it? It was 7-7 after the first. Okay. And then the Chiefs scored a touchdown and kicked a field goal on the second. Right, and shut then, out in the second half. Ravens won yeah, the second well, half. The halves were one. <laughs> they won it three zero by kicking a field goal with two and a half minutes left to cut the lead to seven. The halves, so, the halves so. were one one. Anyway, Chiefs defense played great. Offense was mediocre, and yet all the conversation is about Patrick Mahomes. It's frustrating. Ratings for the Super Bowl are high either way. Do you really need Taylor Swift there? NFL. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Um, is that people are starting to turn on the t- have you heard that uh it's a big government conspiracy yes i've heard that it's all to get joe biden elected i <laughs> to soyify football my girlfriend was telling me she's like did you hear about this big conspiracy that the nfl rigged the afc championship to get taylor swift there and i was like she's like all these crazy right wingers believe it and i was like oh yeah only only crazy right wingers believe <laughs> that and then she the chiefs <laughs> and then she said because she's endorsed Joe Biden, and then I was like, oh, okay. I was with you <laughs> okay. up until the last sentence. 
I was fully on board. I fully, yeah, I was ready to get involved in that theory. Until... This is my right-wing pipeline. Um, yeah. um, speaking of which, have you heard this uh, Taylor Swift Argyle business? I really don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm excited um, to see Argyle, so I don't want to get... As, for I'm sure the same reason you don't want to talk about it too much. We don't want to get into spoilers. But yeah, the conspiracy theory that because the, the movie... The, bag. the movie is pretending to be based on a book that... I. I can't get into <laughs> the movie pretending to be based on a book because I was I was getting into it yesterday and I was losing my mind. So basically, people when people thought it was a real book that no one had ever heard of instead of a fake book, they thought that the book was written by Taylor Swift under a pen name. Is that what it was? Griffin, there is a real book. That's what's so, excuse my language, freaked up. Wait, there is a real book? There is a real book, Griffin, that it they, came out. Did they write it for the movie? Yes, probably. Oh, okay. So they, it's a little bit of cross promo. All right, we, we can't get into it. It's uh, crazy. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, they put out a whole book, but it's not about, it's not the plot of the movie. It's the book that she's writing in the movie. Which is the kind of the plot of the movie because isn't the whole point that she's kind writing of. the plot of the movie i'm so excited to see this 39 percent on rotten tomatoes movie <laughs> it's here that's crazy uh, i will not be rolling out the remix of suspicious minds in the trailer gets mm -hmm. me every time yeah one of my friends famously predicted that it would be one of the top 10 highest grossing films of 2024 which is cruising possible. towards a no right now oh, no, i guess is it anything not performing is possible well? It's not tracking well at the I'll, box office. I'll, I'll give say. it a boost. I'll buy 100 yeah. tickets. Um, okay, Super Bowl matchup, Chris. The one that no one wanted. Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> the one that no one wanted. The people wanted Baltimore and Detroit. Yeah, is that true? Can you imagine how fun it would have been to have Connor O'Neill and Mitch Bannon <laughs> both on our Super Bowl pre preview episode? One representing Baltimore, one representing Isn't Detroit? <laughs> Isn't this supposed to be our... I guess that's next week. Next week, yeah. We get Count Connor on every year to preview the Super Bowl. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, isn't this supposed to be? But you're right. So, But just quickly, your thoughts on the championship games. The poor Detroit Lions let it all slip away. Baltimore Ravens yeah. beat themselves. I mean, you know, well, the Lions at least, you know, acquitted themselves admirably. Obviously, they blew a big lead, but I think that... It kind of went down in a way that you could have predicted. Obviously, no one predicted the Lions jumping out to, you know, a 20-point lead or whatever they had at one point. Yeah. Um, but I think that if you sort of were in the situation where it's like, oh, the 49ers are down three scores at halftime. Can they possibly win the game? You'd be like, yes, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's a possibility. It's not. Yeah, no, not not that it's a likelihood, but it it was very easy to imagine the exact scenario that happened, basically, right. <laughs> where it was like they just piled up, th like, you know, 15 points very quickly. Um, so, you know. And we'll give it's you... It's too bad for the Lions, but ultimately the best teams are in the Super Bowl. That's what we want, so. Yes. Well, one of the best teams. Yeah, um, and also the 49ers. Nope wrong we'll give you a week to figure out who you're cheering for given your complicated relationship with all parties involved um, you hate my objectivity i do international hockey is back for hey, the men you've heard of international love 
Oh, 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 oh. Surrounded by a beautiful world. Okay, oh, and you actually oh, have heard of it. I see. It, this was a big hit back when I was young and you were in your early adulthood. Um, uh-huh. You can't test me, boy. I'm overseas okay. trying to get a battle. battle. That's all I know. Because <laughs> I rap with the best for sure. 305 to the death of me. Cremate my body, let the ocean have what's left of me. Whoa. But for now, forget about that. Blow the okay. whistle. Baby, you the referee. <laughs> we put it down like new. That's not Chris Brown, is it? No, it's Pitbull. But right? like singing the chorus? Oh. Uh, I feel like it's like Neo. I would hate to it sing. does sound like Neo just from my impression. Uh oh. <laughs> Bad news, Griffin. Is it Chris Brown? Or that Carl it's Weathers died? <laughs> and, and Carl Weathers passed away. I know you're a big fan. I liked him in Arrested Development. That's a shame. I was yeah. um it is Chris Brown. I shoot apologies to everyone for singing Chris Brown on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris did bring the song up. Um Hey, it's in the name. International hockey back in- for the Olympics. This just well, broke specific NHL players. NHL players. <laughs> yeah. The, the Olympics always had international hockey. <laughs> yeah. We're getting best on best again. Are you excited? In Chris? 2026. I per- this is going to sound weird. I really liked the um the little tournament they did. The World Cup of Hockey. Yeah. I and thought you were going to say you liked year. having the non-pros at the Olympics. <laughs> I only support amateur <laughs> athletics. Um, but yes, it uh, obviously is a good thing. I, I'm I'm happy. I I almost wish, and maybe they will, that it would be like every two, like you know, on on the alternating schedule, that they would do that World Cup of Hockey with the NHL players because I thought that was really fun and like is lower stakes than the international like you know the olympic tournament it's a little more fun you had i really like the team north america idea i think that that's just a really cool thing to see and like yeah i wish that you know you have the rising stars game in the nba but it's not really the same thing like seeing all of like the up and coming young stars playing together is a really cool idea um uh, you know if you think about like if there was a team in the nba that was like john morant Tyrese Halliburton, uh, Paolo Boncaro, Anthony yeah. Edwards. Like, that would just be really cool to see. And that's <laughs> probably my main thing that I would like to see. The, the, well, I don't think we're going to get that in the Olympics, unfortunately, no. but I do agree that that was really fun. I would like to see both, is what I'm saying. Yes, and the, we do have the, the four nations face-off coming up next year, which is going to be right. Canada, the USA, Sweden, and Finland. But Chris... Is the USA better than Team Canada? I'm just going to run down a projected USA roster. I'm going to say yes, just off the cuff. Uh, go ahead. This is from Adam Proto Proto of the Hockey News. Uh, in goal in goal for the USA, we have Jake Ottinger, Connor Hellebuck, and Thatcher Demko, three of the best goalies in the league. An infamous weak spot advantage. for Team Canada. who's probably rolling out Jordan Binnington as their starter. <laughs> Stuart Skinner, baby. Stuart Skinner is an option. Joseph Wall. Um... <laughs> Any of these reliable goalies yes, will definitely be good consistent. like three months from now. <laughs> Defense for the USA. Adam Fox, Charlie McAvoy, Quinn Hughes, Zach Rowenski, Justin Falk, John Carlson, Jacob Truba. Death problem. <laughs> yeah, but those top four of Fox, McAvoy, yeah. Hughes, and Rowenski are very, very sure. good. And then forwards, just 
uh, uh, sampling here, Austin Matthews, Jack Hughes, Tage Thompson, Jack Eichel, Matthew Kachuk, Alex Dabrinkat, Clayton Keller, Brady Kachuk, Jason Robertson, Kyle Connor, Johnny Gaudreau, Dylan Larkin, uh, Cole Caulfield, Trevor Zegras, Jake Gensel. It's a stacked roster top to bottom, but of course, Canada's response would be McDavid, McKinnon, Crosby down the middle, if that's how they choose to play them. Braden Point, Marchand, Bedard. Bedard is also in there as well. So, like, Canada is obviously still a great roster, but it's just, like, the top-end talent is little, maybe a little bit there more for Canada, but then the depth, I think, I don't know. I mean, McDavid and McKinnon are the two best players in the world. Yeah, I'm saying, I I know, I'm saying I don't know if the U.S. wins on depth either. Like, you know, hypothetically, you'd have, like, Mark Shifley as your fourth center and like, you know, maybe like, I don't know. I don't think John Tavares is maybe, maybe he'll get in on veteran. No, I, mean, I would say Mitch Marner is more likely to make it from the Leafs than John Tavares. Well, I oh yeah. Marner's I think Mitch lot, Marner will probably. be in, but I'm thinking, yeah, he'll probably be a winger. It would be my guess, but, yeah. um, but yeah. you know, like Sam Reinhart, obviously having a great year, Matthew Barzal, yeah. I mean, um, I don't think they would do it this way, but if your four centers are McDavid, McKinnon, Bedard, and Crosby, <laughs> that's a pretty deep... Right. So they probably... I feel like they... What if they put McKinnon on McDavid's wing? That would be something to see. Right. Or, well, I mean, I think more likely is that it'd probably be McKinnon and Crosby because mm, they... Uh, the Cole Harbor Famously connection. trained together, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, you could do a Crosby-Marchand-McKinnon line. Yeah, that would be pretty they all train together. Shout out to Sidney Crosby. Um, I, we all talk about how great, how crazy it is that LeBron James is still as good as he is. How crazy it is that Sidney Crosby is still as good as he is. Like a Hart yeah, Trophy candidate this year. Mm-hmm. Two, only two Absolutely. years younger than LeBron in a maybe slightly more physically demanding sport. Like, Yeah. Shout Absolutely. out. And lastly, shout Chris, out. just before we head to break, because we've got an exciting segment on the other side, you have a big announcement <laughs> for the pod that I do not know anything about. Yes, Griffin, I had a peek at a little document yesterday. It's called My Work Schedule. And you know what I saw there, Griffin? You've been laid off. (laughs) Jeez Louise. (laughs) No. Do you want to take another guess? Um, Griffin? We're we're on TV. We're going to be on TV. (laughs) Griffin? My shift next Sunday finishes at 6 p.m. So you know what that means? I will be attending your Super Bowl party, Griffin. (laughs) (laughs) This is truly a big announcement. Um, I can't believe you are going to uh, grace us with your presence. I'm very excited. I hope that your uh, presence encourages a, a waterfall of centennial attendance. I don't, with all <laughs> love and respect. <laughs> Who do you not want to see from our class, just out of curiosity? Basically everyone. Oh my god, uh, ruthless. But thank you for announcing that live on air. It was a great I surprise. Knew. I thought that you would enjoy that. <laughs> I'm very excited to see you, of course. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited to enjoy the game together. Absolutely. All right, we have to take a break, because I need to collect myself. (laughs) Don't say it like that. 
that. <laughs> I need to clean up. I just piss. Oh, I just need on. to piss myself. No. Come on. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, we'll be right back after this break when High Flow Low Ceiling returns. Where you been? We are recording. Where you been all my life? Yeah, I, I want you to put the appropriate effort in if we're going to be recording. Griffin, right. we have a segment. Let me just say this. And, well, welcome back, Chris. And whatnot. What's up? Are you ready to rumble? Could I have the job after that other guy retires? Michael Buffer? Sure. And his famous catchphrase, are you ready to rumble? Is that is that not the catchphrase? <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble, of course. All right, let me try it again. Let's <laughs> get ready to rumble! Why are you plugging your ears? I don't know. I'm like really driving my headphones in to make sure that it sounds echoey. Is that was I too close to the mic? I was not looking at the levels as I did that. You sound. I thought you sounded great personally. Thank That's you. Just me. So you would endorse me for the job after Michael Buffer retires and dies. I died. suppose that's true. End of sentence. I there we go. Picked a great time to sip some water. There we go. Perfect. We've got a segment, Griffin. A segment you came up with, no, no less. I did. No I less. Well, I'm a huge wrestling fan, and I wanted to bring some mm-hmm. wrestling in. Of course, your birthday tomorrow. So we had to get a, a heavy wrestling mm-hmm. content fod, all mm-hmm. intentional. Mm-hmm. Someone you is that, uh... wrinkling a lot of tinfoil in your apartment there. <laughs> I believe it's paper bags. <laughs> <laughs> did someone just trip and fall with all the paper bags? Someone just pressed, uh, someone was throwing some paper bags into the recycling bin, and they maybe wanted to push them down to Mm. sort of depress the volume of the recycling in the bin. And this person now looks a little embarrassed. Oh my god. Oh, you gotta mute that. You gotta mute that. (laughs) Okay. This is crazy. Hi, Evie. This is live to tape, I'm afraid. LTT. That's all staying in, unfortunately. (laughs) Wait, tell her that I like Percy Jackson. No, thank you. Maybe later. And um, Lego Star Wars? You and I have so much in common. <laughs> okay. You'll see crazy. you next week, famously. Yeah. Live to tape. Uh, we've got a new segment, Griffin. We do. You have like Go a door you, you could close or something? <laughs> I could. It's kind of warm in here. I'll be right back. You explain the segment. I'll be back. Okay, well, as far as I'm aware, um, there's... This thing called the Royal Rumble, and basically, as I understand it, Chris is not here to correct me, so if I'm giving you guys false information, it is what it freaking is, but uh, the Royal Rumble is like two people are fighting, and then every few seconds, another person shows (laughs) up and joins the fight, Mm -hmm. and then they have to... Is it once someone's defeated, a new person joins the fight? No. It oh, can because can... I've seen the crazy images of, like, ten people in the ring. Right. It can grow. So here's what I was thinking, because, you know, you conceived of this idea that we would have a Royal Rumble of 30 athletes. Um, so I uh, we, we, we devised the list together, and then I've added some surprise entrants, because one big thing about the rumble is there's always surprise entrants and a lot of times there are entrants who are old stars who right. are returning 
But for the sake of the the conversation, we're going to assume that these players are in their primes. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, so you're not, you know, getting old Michael Jordan. He's right. not on there. Uh, but were you're there not any getting... good surprises in this year's Royal Rumble? Um, not really. Pat McAfee was, I think, oh. supposed to be in the Rumble <laughs> or something. He like kind of like demurred when he was given the opportunity to enter. Uh, I don't remember if he was officially. Yes, he eliminated himself uh, 30 <laughs> seconds in. Intentionally? or Because un- if it was unintentional, Inten- in, uh, that would be... As I recall, he was just sort of like, I'm, I can't do this, and dipped out and eliminated himself. What a himself. weird... Not to, to lift the veil, but do you think that was planned ahead of time, or do you think in the moment he was truly just like, I don't want to do this anymore? I'm not sure. It's an interesting question, uh, because... He, of course, has wrestled matches before. Right. So he's not, you know, he. it's not that he couldn't do it if he wanted to, um, but it's an interesting question. Oh, to dive into the brain of Pat McAfee. So true. I think he would probably be the monkey with the symbols. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. He seems like a smart guy about some hmm, things. Interesting. Interesting take. Maybe uh, not as a media personality, but, you know, we, we've all seen him break down that famous play. Yeah, uh, the big punt. He, he play. probably knows how to punt. Um, yeah, man, crazy that he laid one hit as a punter and it literally created his entire career. Basically, and oh, an Andrade, uh, Andrade Cien Almas, also known as Andrade El Idolo, did return for WWE after working in AEW for several years. Okay, uh, welcome back, Andrade. So. How do you want to do this, Chris? Is it after a person is defeated, you will bring in a new... Did we say what we're doing? We have athletes who we think are the best for an all-star game. It's NHL All-Star Weekend as we record this right now. NBL All-Star Weekend is coming up. So we're not saying the best athletes. We are saying the best It's also, of course, the Pro Bowl games, Griffin. Oh, of course, the Pro Bowl games. How could I forget? Um... I I respect what they're doing with, like, trying fun stuff. I will not watch it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um... But yes, we are picking players to be in an all-star game, not necessarily, uh, you know, just the best player. And the surprise entrance I chose, I tried not, I didn't pick Wayne Gretzky, I didn't pick Michael Jordan. Like, I tried to go more for players who would be entertaining more just in an all-star sense rather than being, like, they are some of the best to ever play, but, you know, not necessarily... Just in terms of raw talent. Although, there is one. Ooh, that just gave me an idea for another one. Maybe I have to sub one in. Um, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. All right. Uh- <laughs> I'm making a quick... So, I think I think how it works, Griffin, is we can discuss, and there can either be a winner or it can be a tie. And then, if it's a tie, then we add another person in. Okay. And then the three... And then it's sort of one by one, we're eliminating people. It but every good. time someone gets eliminated, we bring a new person in, and every time there's a tie, we bring a new person in. I like it. And I I'm like sure it that won't get confusing. No. <laughs> and we're going to – this will be quick analysis, gut feelings. I think that's good yeah. for an all-star. Just off the top, do you do you like the defense-free nature of most all-star competitions? Like, are, are, are you the person who's like, yeah, put up 250 in the all-star game? Or are you like, let's see a real game, which we, like a true best-on-best? Um, 
I don't think that... I think that it is foolishness to expect a best-on-best. I think that, like... But we can do our perfect world here. Like, is this going to be a part of your analysis? No, I'm thinking... Because, you know, that's the whole idea, is that we're thinking about it in the sense of an all-star game. Obviously, if you created a perfect team of players... Like, you know, if I was creating the best possible team, then probably, like, prime Clay Thompson would be on it. Or, like, Kawhi Leonard would be on it, which are can be players that are exciting at an all-star game, but are not really players that you think of off the top of your head as, like, that's a great all-star game player. Right. So we got athletes from all four major sports leagues. And others. And, oh, There and are a couple others. surprises. Uh, you, you're, I'm excited for this. I got my New York Knicks R.J. Barrett jersey, jersey on to truly channel the uh, all-star feeling. Mm-hmm. All-star snub, by the way, R.J. Barrett. Um, so true. Not really, but so true. He's averaging 20. Um, Back in 2000, he would have been Scotty an all-star Burns for average. Scotty not an all-star. <laughs> yeah, another snub. Raptors should have had at least That's two. That's a real snub, though. Um, Griffin, the first, I've randomized the list of names that we uh, cooked up here. Wait, can you give and us so a let's get ready to rumble? I want to hear yours before we... Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, you don't want I to debase you yourself. Yeah, I don't... Well, I just don't want a Fonda situation where... Yours is so good that it kind of <laughs> blows mine out of the water and makes me look bad. Hey, you had a perfect um, Oh, good by the way, good friend of the show, Emilio, yes. chimed in and his comment was, both Fondas were terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Emilio, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean. You know that, maybe. I know that Chris's was terrible. Mine's mine good. Is good. Um, Griffin. He was holding the knife. That was bad. Don't listen to that one, Emilio. <laughs> I can't. I, we, we really can't. It'll be another 10 minutes yeah. of this. Uh, I've got two people here, Griffin. They are the So first, of, of course, uh, you know, you have the first and second entrance. They begin the rumble. Yes. Uh, so walking out first, Griffin, I think fans would be excited to see this person. Kale McCarr. Okay, a great all-star. walking out. Player. Uh, we love a smooth skating defenseman. Exactly. He's walking out, but he, I think he's a little intimidated by number two. Because Steph Curry is walking out at number two, obviously one of the most purely entertaining, not to mention the greatest, but one of the most purely entertaining players to watch, a player that can do things that we've never seen someone do on a basketball court. Yeah. Just kill my curse, just Bobby Orr again. Boring. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's a very Clem joke of you to say. (laughs) We should have Clem on. Uh, We'll, We'll get him back. Yeah. Hope he comes to the Super Bowl. Um, Absolutely. All right. Uh, Kale McCarr versus Steph Curry. Listen, Kale, this is a tough, tough opening matchup for Kale McCarr, who exactly. could have could have beaten a lot of players on the list, but I think Steph is, like, a top 10 player of all time and just, as you said, Chris, really well-suited to an All-Star game, shoot from anywhere, knows how to have fun out there, chew mm-hmm. his mouth guard. Uh, that's a big part Absolutely. of it. So, uh, yeah, I think Steph wins. All right. So, Kale McCarr, I'm sorry, but you are, before we even get to number three, you are knocked out of the rumble. What do you think Steph's finisher would be? We can't do this for everyone, but just for the first one. He'd probably, like, just, like, hold someone, like a basketball, and, like, them throw up. them in the air. Yeah, like in Space Jam. <laughs> Dunk uh, them through the hoop. All right, who's coming um, through the, the door? The the fog cannons are going off. Sure. By God, whose who's song is that? It's, of course, Phil Taylor's music, Griffin. Yeah! 
<laughs> one of the greatest to ever do it. Obviously, a, a returning pop. legend. Yeah, huge, huge pop for Phil Taylor coming into the Rumble. Um, people want to see him at WrestleMania. Shout out to Zach um, George's Yap. Did I talk about this amazing Christmas gift that I got on the pod? Or did I just tell you about it in person? I think you just told me about it. Go ahead and uh, share it with the class. Good friend of the show, Zach George's Yap. A dedicated listener, one of my, my old oldest best friends had me in Secret Santa this year, gifted me a custom, like, Etsy Phil Taylor hoodie. It was maybe the best gift I've ever received in my life. Is it, life. like, airbrushed? It's... Like, you know how they have those, like, airbrushed t-shirts? Yeah, sort of. I'll, I'll, I'll show it to you at the uh, Super Bowl when you come to my apartment, but... Um, Perfect. <laughs> You're so excited. I am. Zach will be there. Zach really wants to meet you. Uh, shout out Zach again. We'll see and... if I make it out there. It's it's in the ethos now. The people will know kinda, you're a flake if you don't. I'm kind. I'm that's fine. <laughs> that is not new information. I'm just I'm I'm hedging. I'm just making we sure that I'm hedging. On high floor of, the of course, but this is personal. <laughs> <laughs> this is deeply personal. You're so right. Um, Phil Taylor and Steph Curry. Phil two, Taylor two and of an the same game. athlete. When you think about it, exactly. Do you think Phil Taylor could do like no look? Pop, pop, pop. I think so. I was going to say, how do you all-star a dart? And maybe he does it from, like, really far away. Maybe, yeah, yeah maybe tricky a deliveries. <laughs> a blowgun. <laughs> yeah, that's a possibility. Um, do, you think the, 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 do you think the dart skills would translate to a blowgun? Mm, no. Yeah, I agreed. Um, <laughs> listen, this is tough. I hit my mic, my pop filter in honor of... High floor, low ceiling, proud traditions. I think it's still Steph. <laughs> okay, so I love you're, Phil you're Taylor. Just fully, we're knocking Phil Taylor out. It's tough. I would have loved to see him come out at the end. And I know that the bid is like never pick against Phil Taylor in anything, but I think for an All Star game, maybe, mainly okay. just because of the sport Phil Taylor participates in, which is a great sport, which I love, mm-hmm. which I love very much. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> don't know if we needed that energy. <laughs> Okay, uh, then uh, it's Steph. I think. What? What are you? No, no. I, I think, I think that's valid. I just, uh, it's just sad to see him go. Like, I know. He it's heartbreaking. Be, he's supposed to be a contender to go to the main event of WrestleMania. This is hard. This is a hard um, bit. We've come here's up with. an interesting one, Griffin. I would almost consider this person to be the Steph Curry of his sport. Oh. Do you know what I'm gonna say? Let's see. Someone who changed the game by. I'm gonna say Babe Ruth. That's interesting. No, <laughs> popularized more, the home run. Much more current. Um, Patrick Mahomes. Okay, is coming out. Do, do you know what I mean? Because he didn't. You know, he didn't revolutionize the game the same way that Steph Curry revolutionized the game. But I think the way he sort of exploded onto the scene and his sort of unique style of play. Yeah. he's a very entertaining player to watch. Obviously. Um, I know that you. <laughs> I'm in a bad place right now when it comes to the Kansas City football Absolutely. team. Um, but I I do think that this is an interesting matchup yeah, because I don't one? think that uh, I think it's tough to get over Mount Curry. He's kind of you yeah, see this in the Rumble sometimes. You have this early guy who dominates. Like I think there was one year where Brock Lesnar came out at like number one. And then it was just like Brock Lesnar was just continually throwing guys out for like five people. <laughs> that sounds very entertaining. Uh, well, we all know Mahomes should be playing the Pro Bowl this week instead of the Super Bowl. So that's mm-hmm. that's a point of in his favor. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez, that's tough. I almost 
He's got the sort of sidearm passes. He's yeah. got the legs. Listen, is it crazy to say Curry's a top 10 player of all time, and that's sort of been skewing me in his direction, but Mahomes, if not with the resume yet, might be the most talented player to ever step on a football field. Like, most talented quarterback, at least. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think you're wrong. I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes. I think he pulls off maybe a bit of an upset and... Uh, Gets, now, don't forget, Steph you can't tie, Griffin. You can't. Ha- you don't oh, okay. have to eliminate someone. I almost want to avoid the ties because I have no idea how it works when we... <laughs> I, I, I'll, I've got a good handle on this. If you want to okay. you want All right, let's keep tie them both, let's we can tie keep it. them both. All right. They're fighting for long enough that works. a third person comes in. They're, they're locked up with each other. And then whose music plays? It's the cheetah... Tyreek Hill. Oh. And isn't that... Because, I mean, you, hmm. you want to talk about a feud. Because, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Ex- Tyreek Hill, X's. they used to be a tag team. Yep. And uh, they had the, the the classic tag team breakup angle. Right. Uh, wow, that's interesting. Tyreek Hill And also Steph Curry. Great entry to this list. I like that all three of these guys yeah, are so, like... Actually, Tyreek's pretty short, short, but Curry and Mahomes mm-hmm. are like the same size. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It would be a fair fight. Um, But this is interesting, Griffin, because I think it's hard to eliminate someone from this trio. These are three heavy I will tell you, I'm looking at the next next few names. It's not going to get easier. Oh, God. I know we have to do this quick. So I have to pick one winner or one loser? I think one person's getting eliminated. And then, you know, if we have five left at the end, then we we can work on those. Okay, Mahomes, Hill, and... Jeez, I do feel like wide receivers like Tyreek Hill are more fun to watch in an all-star setting than quarterbacks, kind of. And we've already established if, Steph. You want to talk about one of the most talented people to step on a football field? Maybe one of the greatest athletes ever yeah. on a football field. This is crazy, considering I just tied Mahomes and Curry. Like, this but, doesn't you know, make Rumble, logical... The Rumble can be... This doesn't make no, logical sense. No, it doesn't sense. have to be logical. But let's get Mahomes out of there. Let's keep Hill and Curry. I think... I think that's right. I think Patrick Mahomes goes out. We've got Steph Curry. Steph Curry is turning into an Iron Man here. Yeah. Um, Brock Lesnar. He he rem- that so reminds Steph me of that Curry... time that Brock Lesnar uh, came out at number one and threw like five <laughs> threw guys all those in guys. a row. Uh, so we've got Steph Curry and Tyree Kilgriffin, and there's some old music playing. Uh-oh. People maybe don't recognize it at first. Is it like jazz? But then you see... Classical? It might be some jazz. <laughs> maybe more... Yeah, it can be jazz. But then, Griffin, you see prime Dominique Wilkins walk out of the tunnel. Whoa. And a returning icon of the game. Obviously one of the most entertaining players of all time. One of the great slam dunk champions. People call him the greatest dunkers. Mm -hmm. Uh, An all-star staple, to be sure. So this this puts you in a difficult situation, Griffin. Wow. We've got Steph Curry, Tyreek Hill, and Dominique Wilkins. And one's gotta go. I guess one doesn't gotta go, but oh man, you know what? Listen, I someone's gonna have to go eventually. We love watching there can only Steph, be one winner. Uh, jump around, crossover, <laughs> the house of pain, hawk up threes. I think Steph's it. I think Dominique is a more entertaining basketball player to watch than Steph Curry. Mmm, that's an interesting piece of logic, and I like your thinking. Okay, so Steph Curry. Is he it? came in in the first round. He's now out. And so you've got the two most recent entrants, Dominique Wilkins and Tyreek Hill. And who are we adding to the mix, Griffin? Maybe some Zither starts playing. Uh, 
everyone breaks out their Zipper. feta cheese because Giannis Antetokounmpo okay. walks out onto the field. I mean, you want to talk about someone who would be a matchup nightmare in a Royal Rumble. Yeah, jeez. He's Future. sort of the he's sort of Damian Priest esque. Here's my concern. So Tyreek Hill, Dominique Wilkins, and Giannis. Here's my concern with the big guys in the All Star game, like Giannis. Mm-hmm. Does it look too easy? Does he bring the wow factor? Is he just mm. reaching up? Like, obviously, Giannis is... He makes it look too easy in the game sometimes. Yeah, and an incredible basketball player. But the lack of a jumper, I think, hurts Giannis. Um, I think I think Giannis is in and out in one. I think Dominique and Tyreek wow. stand tall. Okay. Okay, I like it. They, they guard the yard, if you will. Uh, so we've got Tyreek and Dominique still. The Eeks are holding it down. <laughs> And next up, Griffin, Justin Jefferson is going to enter. Uh, so an interesting matchup, obviously. Two electric wide receivers. Justin Jefferson maybe not as speedy as Tyreek, but yeah, you can argue. Yeah, the speed is a big, big factor. Every bit the athlete. Like like the yeah, ability to, to go like, up and get jump balls and stuff. I think Tyreek is more... Like, just the way he can run by guys, throw up the peace sign. I think that's more entertaining than Justin Jefferson. Is Justin Jefferson better than Dominique Wilkins? Mm. Yeah, this is a look into what we value as as sports fans. Yeah, because I almost have the opposite feeling that, like, if you're just throwing a deep ball, and, like, it is obviously it's extremely impressive that he can just outrun a safety, but when you're actually, like, taking a defensive back one-on-one and still beating them out for the catch, I think that's almost more impressive. That's interesting because I'm picturing Tyreek Hill like shallow slants, not deep balls. And then mm. once he has the ball, get him the ball the catch, in his hands sure. as soon as possible and then watch him run. The elusiveness. Yeah, which Jefferson is also sure, great at. Absolutely. Um, wow. It's a tough one. And remember, you can keep them all. I but can you're going keep to have to all. knock them out eventually. Dang. Uh,. Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, and Dominique Wilkins. I don't want to get rid of Dominique, uh, especially because I think basketball is a sport that lends itself best to an all-star game. And I know we'll have plenty exactly. of more basketball in here, but who who's better than Dominique? Was he was he the one that called the know. human highlight reel, or was that someone else? Was that Dr. J? Yep, that's, that is Dominique. Yeah, I thought that so. so is if your nickname is the human highlight reel, you, I think you belong in this competition for a long time. Absolutely. Uh... I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you, Chris. Let's get Tyreek out of there because Justin Jefferson right. can do it all. Like can do a lot of things better than Tyreek and can do the running almost just as well as Tyreek can. So he's had his yeah. run, literally. Uh, Absolutely, he's had a great run, uh, but he's knocked out. Okay, <laughs> this is a tough matchup to come in on, Griffin, because you've got Dominique Wilkins and Justin Jefferson. But out of the tunnel is coming Mitch Marner. Oh. <laughs> and I think Mitch Marner's a heel in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> I think Mitch Marner's getting some booze when he comes out to face down Dominique Wilkins and Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Listen, we love Mitch. I Like, the slick passing and, and stick handling is good for an all-star game. But, no, he's in and out quickly. I think that's right. Um, coming in here... Another interesting one, another guy that you have to wonder if he's going to break the break the mold here. Jason Tatum is appearing. Uh, great all-star player, obviously. Uh, one of those players, in, in the vein of almost a Paul George, I think. Yeah. Where 
a very aesthetically pleasing game. He can sort of shoot over defenders, great footwork. He yeah, sort of he's... got a, a very a very aesthetically pleasing game, which even though maybe it's not what you think of as like an all-star kind of game, he is fun to watch. Yeah, no, he's I think he is well suited to an all like pull up jumpers from all over the court ability to get to the rim but can also splash the deep threes i think he's a good all-star game sort of in the uh i know he he very takes a lot of pride in modeling Mm -hmm. his game after kobe bryant who was in some ways the ultimate all-star player like Mm -hmm. so i i think that makes a lot of sense we got justin jefferson jason tatum and dominique wilkins i mean it's tough for him but i still i still think something unique to the table yeah i still think he tatum's the one that's out even though like in a different matchup, I think Tatum could definitely put a few wins up on the board, but this is just—it's right. a stacked ring right now. Yeah, it's a tough—it's a tough one to break into, and I'll be honest—I don't know if this guy is going to break in either. Fernando Tatis Jr., obviously one of the uh, most electric players in Major League Baseball, um, yeah. extremely baseball fun just... to watch. Maybe had a bit of a had a bit of a, a, a dip in the last couple of years, but yeah. I feel like he's sort of coming back into but the best the player that fans uh, loved from, from shortstop. Yeah. Or, well, he's the, no, he's the best defensive right fielder in baseball last year by many metrics. Oh, of course, um, of course. Switched out to right field, but I just, baseball doesn't lend itself well to an all-star game. So maybe a, a point against him there. I think Tatis is also in and out. All right. This one, this one could threaten. Uh, this one's interesting. John Morant. Okay. Uh, one of the most electric young players. You want to talk about some of the greatest dunkers of all time? Yeah. I think he is way up there. We uh, we on the Plays of the Month, Plays of the Year staff are very, very biased towards John Morant. We were devastated that we only got say, wasn't, seven games of him in 2020 in this season. Wasn't he, he the number one play of the year last year? He was number two, I believe. He he was in the top ten twice. He he had the most plays of the year of any athlete. I'm pretty sure, or maybe tied ah. with someone else. Um, mm-hmm. Like truly one of the most exciting electric young players in the league. And I think I'm going to take out Justin Jefferson. Wow! I think okay. I'm going to go so to two, two basketball players. Dominic. If I had to make a prediction right now, I would say a basketball player is winning this. I don't know which one. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. We've got some. We've got some great names coming up. I think. I think that was kind of the. We hit the lull there. Yeah. And now uh, we're starting to head into some some fun territory. Uh, maybe maybe it was too early to say that, because next we have Griffin. In my opinion, a very very electric player to watch. But you might not agree. Joan Duran, the, of relief. the uh, Minnesota Twins. The, uh, Probably the best reliever in baseball. Yep, I believe throws. he is, uh, statistically speaking, the hardest-throwing pitcher in baseball. Which I'm pretty sure is what uh, got him on this list, yes. Yeah, I'd say, I think, you know, I, I thought that a relief pitcher was sort of well-suited. I thought about, you know, a little bit of spoiler for uh, who's not going to be here, but I thought about getting, you know, Mariana Rivero in here or something like that, but just a just a fun player to watch. I think if you're talking about electric players to watch in baseball it's either going to be an athlete like a fernando tatis jr or it's going to be a pitcher who has that amazing yeah and velocity. We, we are definitely in a, a golden age of relievers here to the point where they're almost ruining baseball with how good they are every single reliever throws 102 and has a curveball that breaks 44 feet um but i i definitely like 
your thinking. I think that you are right on and that this is the type of guy you come out, you watch him face three batters, blow them away. Guys can't touch his stuff. Mm -hmm. They're shaking their head as they walk away from the plate. Like it works really well in an all-star game format. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's tie it. Let's tie it out of respect to the sport of baseball. Let's tie it. Wow. Let's get four guys. Griffin, I I think, I think it's going to be a tough cut here because we're adding another sport to the mix. Nathan McKinnon. Ooh. is coming in to the all-star ring. Dominique Wilkins, John Morant, Joan Duran, and Nathan McKinnon all, well, you know, John Morant and Dominique Wilkins obviously have some similarities, but, you know, these three in a row, extremely talented players, extremely different players, but all entertaining to watch in yeah, their own way. Explosiveness personified Nathan McKinnon. And the skill on top of it is ridiculous. I think we'll get Duran out of there and we'll leave these three in here. Dominique, okay, Jock, I like it. And Mac. Okay. Well, next we're going to bring in. Uh, he. I don't know if he has he ever been an All Star Game MVP. I'm not sure. Certainly, he's been a League MVP. Certainly, he's been a Finals MVP. Nikola Jokic Griffin is coming into the Royal okay. Rumble. This is, a, I think, a perfect case of great player, best player on the planet right now. Not what I want to see in an All-Star game. Just, you don't want to see the passing? I like the passing. Steve Nash, my, my all-time hero. Um, mm-hmm. He would have been... Is he on this list? That would have been fun. Uh, we don't know. We don't know. I just think that... There were, I will say, there were a lot of basketball players to pick from. Yes, yes. Uh, I think Jokic is in and out. Not... Because he's not the best player on this list, but I think just like sort of the lack of athleticism is not perfectly suited to the all-star format. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. Uh, and the bigs, I well, think the bigs an interesting suffer. one. Absolutely. Bringing in someone else, I think this is someone who's very much in the Jason Tatum mold that we talked about earlier, Devin Booker. Booker's in and out uh, as well. He's much the same. To me, where it's you just don't like, like the Booker, I don't like. Sure, I've never found his game very aesthetically pleasing. Devin Booker. Okay, that's fair. Like you know, Jason he, Tatum he, has more another, of very a swagger much in the Kobe mold. Yeah, but it's sure. just like the way and he, he moves the around the court. This is very stupid for me to say, but the no, way he moves around saying, the court actually. is not as cool as the way other guys do. And like the way he shoots, I understand what you mean. And just the way he plays is not as cool. He looks. He just seems less athletic. He isn't, I don't think, but it's just a vibe. I don't think so. But I, I actually absolutely know what you mean. You know, I brought up Paul George. I think that Paul George is a guy cool that kind of gl- he glides around. Yeah. Um, and then you have someone like Kawhi Leonard who looks crazy <laughs> when he <laughs> plays basketball. Um, this is another Griffin. I'm not sure if this guy's going to last, but I think uh, certainly you want to talk about off the court, an extremely entertaining player. Uh, and has obviously done some very entertaining things on the field as well. Bryce Harper oh. coming into the Royal Rumble. One I, of the most entertaining players in baseball, yeah. you could argue. I'm a huge Harper head. Um, super entertaining. I think it shows up in the big moments, which is key, because you don't want a guy going up there and striking out twice in the All-Star game, which is a risk because you're facing the best mm-hmm. pitchers in the world. Mm-hmm. Let's... Who do we have in there right now? We have Dominique Ja. We have Dominique Wilkins, Ja Morant, Nathan McKinnon, and Bryce Harper. Let's get Ja out. Ja's had a good run. Okay. Bit of an overlap with Dominique Wilkins for sure. Yeah, Dominique still going suffers. strong. 
We'll see if you're This is an interesting one, Griffin. Really interesting. Some old music's hitting again. It's oh a returning boy. icon. Bo Jackson oh, entering which the Royal Rumble. sport is he playing? Doesn't matter. Um, he's in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> he's in Bo. You want to talk about a human freaking highlight reel. The greatest athlete exactly. to ever live, maybe? I, like, that's what that's what made me think of it. It's one of the greatest athletes of all time. We talked about Tyreek Hill. He's got to be one of the greatest athletes of all time. Yeah. Uh, right up there with Deion Sanders and Kyler Murray. Um, exactly. Why didn't Kyler and, Murray? and also, you know, they should have let Kyler Murray do if, both. Sure, Bo Jackson, I think, has two all-time highlight reels. Yeah, because he has obviously he has the wall run. Yes. Um, and then doesn't he also have he ran through the wall as well? I th- was that him? I just his baseball highlight reels like he his throws from the outfield are maybe the best that anyone's ever seen. Mm-hmm. He's the time he broke a bat just by swinging so hard that the bat broke, did he, he, or he broke he it over it his it? head. Yeah, he like pushed. He did, he didn't like pull it. He just like no. He was just holding had, it. He was holding it, it and then just bam, snapped it over his head. And of course, he's the most electrifying football player of all time. This is an amazing addition to the list. This could go all the way. Uh, who do we have in there right now? We've got Harper. We have Dominique, Nathan McKinnon, McKinnon Harper, and, and then Bo Jackson kind of breaks the scale. You have to sort of reevaluate. Yeah, I think we'll get Harper out of there for now. Of being in the mix, I, I, it's gonna okay. be really hard to get Bo Jackson out of there if there ever was an all-star player. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, all right, the next spot here we have uh, someone who was taken first in an all-star draft. At number 19, we have Alan Iverson. Kind a of great, a quintessential all-star player. In a many great ways. all-star player. Sort of reminds me of, like, in the same sort of mold as the Steph, like what he would bring to an all-star game mm-hmm. with the dribble moves and stuff. Mm-hmm. Kyrie before Kyrie. Damn, a really good all-star player. Uh, what? How good he is... You and I have put our opinions out there on Allen Iverson. Well, yeah. But We've talked about Allen Iverson. In, in an all-star game, I think we have to give... Exactly. Exactly. Oh, but I can't get... I think McKinnon's perfect for this. I think that Bo is perfect for this. Am I going to take out Dominique Wilkins for Allen Iverson? Dominique, a better player all-time for sure. But he's had a really long sure. run, and I think the dunks were going to get yeah. a little tired. Like, not a little tired, but... You know, I think it's we could do a switch. We've up. seen we've seen a lot of dunks. Let's get Iverson in for yeah, Wilkins. I, it's crazy. I can't believe okay. I said. Hey, Dom, Dominique, a huge run from number six all the way to, to number nineteen. Uh, certainly fatigued. the Iron Man of the Rumble so far. This is an interesting one, Griffin. I know I keep saying that, but they are all interesting. They are. This is a great list. Nikita Kucherov Nikita is joining the mix. Kucherov. So we've got two dirty, hockey dirty players player. now. Yeah, I don't think that he. Okay. If we're doing hockey head-to-head, I don't think he brings the same stuff to the table that McKinnon does. He's a great player, obviously, but just not as much of the highlight factor, not as much of the wow factor, and I think it's Mm -hmm. the same with Bo and uh, whoever the new one is. Iverson? Iverson, yeah. Let's get Kucherov in and out. All right, Kucherov's in and out. This is a a strange one, Griffin, because there is no all-star competition for this sport, really. But Tiger Woods is okay. entering the Royal Rumble. A showman. And, yeah, a showman. He's, like we often talk about, where he's doing things that we haven't seen before. Yep. Uh, 
you know, would you rather watch Tiger Woods play around a golf, or would you rather watch Nathan McKinnon do his thing on the hockey floor? Do we think I'm picturing for an All Star game for golf? We get them on like one of those Mario golf courses and just sure. watching like hitting sure. stuff off of floating lava rocks. I would really Jane like Chomps. to watch Tiger do that. Uh, Iverson, McKinnon, Tiger, and Bo. Let's get Iverson out. I think That's, Iverson's out. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Knocked out Dominique and did not tough, put up the run. Tough draw through. for Iverson. And let me tell you, Griffin, it's not going to get easier. Uh, next up, we've, we're putting another hockey player in here. Pavel Datsuk. Pavel One Datsuk. of the most purely entertaining uh, hockey players of all time, yeah. in some people's estimation. I'm just realizing we're already over time, so I'm going to hum and haw a little less. I'm just going to go guts. Uh, yeah. Datsuk's So out. in right now... Dot six out. Okay, so we have McKinnon, Bo, and Tiger in. Yeah. We're adding to the mix Shohei Otani. Sure. One of the greatest of all time already. Uh, a great Toronto Blue Jay. Um, mm-hmm. uh, let's get Tiger it. I think that's the right call, Griffin. Okay. Tiger Woods, Bo Jackson, Shohei Otani. No, LeBron I said ti- Tiger out. Tiger out, not McKinnon out. Yeah. Yeah. You've got McKinnon, Bo, Shohei, okay. and now LeBron. <sighs> what are you doing? One of your favorite players of all time. Probably well, your favorite player of all time. Maybe my favorite non my favorite non Raptor. Oh no, Steve Nash. One of my favorite of all time. Um, sure. The the greatest to ever do it. The greatest to ever lace him up. Uh, unprecedented athlete in history. A what? Twenty five times. And keep in mind, this is this is present day LeBron James. Right. This is not because he LeBron is not. James. Okay. It uh, is yes, yes, yes. It is current day, twenty twenty four. LeBron James. Who's the other? Is there another basketball player in right now? We got Otani, McKinnon. Nope. We got McKinnon, Jackson, Otani, right. and James. Otani. Wow. Baseball Ohtani players are like they're, that. They're getting a tough run. It's it's I, tough to be a baseball player in this saying. competition. I see what you're saying. Uh, here's you know you want to talk about tough competition right after LeBron James Griffin. Connor McDavid's coming in. Oh. This is like the heavy hitters portion of the yes. the rumble. LeBron, Connor, McKinnon, and Bo. Bo, I I haven't even thought about taking Bo out like once this entire time. I yeah. think he's very solid. LeBron, I think McDavid brings it a little more than McKinnon does. McDavid in for McKinnon. Okay. All These right. are maybe Bo Jackson, maybe LeBron the three James. like most electrifying athletes of all time in the circle right now. <laughs> I think that's. That's very possible. Uh, so this person who could, ha- I think, have rocked up some wins earlier on might be in and out. Bo Jackson, LeBron James, Connor McDavid, Trey Young. Trey Young, a great all-star player. If he was in in the early rounds, he would have definitely racked up some wins, but he's in and out. All right. I think this one's interesting, Griffin. This is a returner, an icon. Bo Jackson, LeBron James, Connor McDavid, Ladanian Tomlinson. Oh, one of the most exciting football players ever. This is I was I'm like slightly too young for LT. Like I am young enough to remember mm-hmm. reading about him in like Sports Illustrated Kids, but not to like picture his highlights per right. se in those days with the Chargers. Right. But the Chargers were cool back in the mm-hmm. day, thanks to him. Absolutely. I think he unfortunately is in and out though. Wow. That's a tough role it's a for tough LT. Break. On, yeah, you uh, wait, him wait, 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 wait. Huh? You can you can keep them all, Griffin. This is not best player. Yeah, bring him in. 
Bring him in. We'll have four in there. Tie it up. All right. We've got four in. I think this guy, he had a very unlucky role, but Quinn Hughes. Quinn Hughes. <laughs> nice knowing you, buddy. In the it's, it's an unfortunate unfortunate spot for him. Yep. Uh, Griffin, we've got Bo Jackson. We've got Lamar James. We've got Connor McDavid. We've got Ladinian Tomlinson. And now we have, this is going to make it tough for you, another Le, Lamar Jackson. Oh. The most electrifying football player in the game today. The entertainment factor is an 11 out of 10. I wish he had showed it a bit in the FC Championship instead of hanging on to the damn ball all the time. Uh, Two-time MVP Mm -hmm. about to be crowned. This Mm -hmm. is crazy. LeBron out. I was thinking the same thing because it's not. It's not. It's not prime LeBron. It's current LeBron. It was obviously. It'd be tough, but still an incredible player, but not. Maybe the same wow. highlight after highlight after highlight. He still brings it, though. It's impressive. And this is a guy with Wow Factor, Griffin. This is number 30 in the Rumble. This is the last person to so, enter the Rumble? Yes. The final five are going to be Bo Jackson, Connor McDavid, LaDainian Tomlinson, Lamar Jackson, and Barry Bonds. Oh, <laughs> you got to love that a guy. You heard... Just you heard me laugh earlier, and that was when I saw that Barry Bonds was number thirty. What a what a heel! <laughs> He's entrance. a real number thirty in the Rumble guy. So now I have to knock these guys out one by one. Tomlinson out first. That's right. Okay, Tomlinson's out first. We'll put him as the fifth place entrant. So you've got Bo, Connor, Lamar, and Barry B. Bo, Connor, Lamar, Barry Bonds. Lamar's out. I love him, but Lamar's out. Wow. Okay. Big three, Griffin. Bo Jackson, Connor McDavid, Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds just hitting 600-foot dingers. I, I like to think of it in San Francisco, getting them all the way into the bay, or into the cove, pardon mm-hmm. me, McCovey Cove. But I think Bar- Barry's out. Don't do steroids, kids. Okay. Or else you won't win all the right. Royal Rumble. No this Royal Rumble Griffin. winner has ever used steroids. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Shout out to two-time winner Hulk Hogan. Um... <laughs> We're about to decide who goes to All-Star WrestleMania, Griffin, Bo Jackson, or Connor McDavid. Who's going in? Oh, you know, this is crazy. Crazy of me to say. Bo's been in there for so long. But I think there's no one. No one in sports right now is just on another planet the same way Connor McDavid is. Wow. Like, there's no one who it's like, there should be a different league for guys like him, like Connor McDavid. Mm-hmm. I think it's Connor McDavid. I think Connor McDavid is the winner wow. of our WrestleMania. Kind of a, a shocking result. Not, not shocking based on quality of player, but just that we came to this result. So, Connor McDavid, last eliminating Bo Jackson, uh, Barry Bonds, Lamar Jackson, and Ladinian Tomlinson rounding out your top five. Wow, Griffin, that was just a terrific. Uh, that was a lot of fun. We're gonna have to do that segment. with more categories. Maybe I can bring you a list of uh, something we think of next time. Absolutely. Between this and uh, brackets, what do you think is now, the more accurate way to determine the greatest of all time in something? <laughs> probably a brand about equal. They're both perfect. <laughs> um, but that's going to have to do it for today, Griffin. Uh, a bit of a, a stuffed episode. Yeah, a lot it. of lot of good stuff uh, in there. Um, please remember to rate, view, subscribe. Thank you for listening. HFLC podcast on Twitter, Griffin Porter 97, C House and Jan are all Twitter accounts you can follow, formerly X. 
Um, but that is going to have to do it for today. Any last words, Griffin? Uh, thanks for listening. It was a long one. Hope you guys enjoyed. Let us know if you want us to do any other Royal Rumbles, any other topics. Greatest darts players of Absolutely. all time. Best Greatest hamburgers. Dartist. Best McRibs. Yeah, best McRibs. <laughs> the one I had today. Bro, going out first. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, and please remember to keep your floors high and your ceiling.